<laughs> ben does what he wants means I do what I want, baby. A few of my favorite things when the dog bites, when the bee sings, when I'm feeling sad. <laughs> Simply remember my favorite <laughs> things, and then I don't feel so bad. <laughs> All right, new song means new format, I guess. So this is lists. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is what I'm calling it. Hi, I'm Ben Schlofeld, the host of uh, Ben Does What He Wants. This is a new format, so I don't have any other shit to say. Um, but let's get right into it. I have a guest. Would you care to introduce yourself sure. to the audience? Yeah. Guest? My name is Scott Sava. I am an actor in Chicago. Me and Ben go way back with <laughs> Nothing Special Productions. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> um, and You're the... I've had Rody, Kit, and so yeah, the, the, I think just the three of you. Then I think I, anybody else. No, I think I think people who have participated in Nothing Special Productions have had been on the show, but you were official members. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, um, I do acting, I do teaching, I uh, things like that. Any hey. It's, uh, we'll probably get into it at the end, right? Sure. Now, but anything you'd like to, to promote or plug at the moment? And it doesn't have to be like, I'm in a show. It, it should be if you have it. But also, also I'm watching um, the Aaron Hernandez thing on Netflix. Oh. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not, but I know people who are. <laughs> and they may want to promote that and say, I think you should watch it. Sure. Um, I will promote a show that I'm in. Um, it's a one-man show called Here Lies Henry. Uh, with Interabang Theater Project, oh, mm-hmm. and uh, it's an insane play uh, about a guy who, without spoiling anything, uh, tries to tell the audience something that they don't already know, mm. and it kind of goes from there. Tells the audience something that they don't already know. If that's not a teaser to get people in, I don't know what is. Right? What does that even mean? <laughs> you have to see the show, folks. Exactly. And, where, and Bang, where's that? What's the show called again? Uh, Here Lies Henry. Here um, lies and they Henry. perform at the Rivendell Theater. Oh, that's not too far. Wait, I'm not going to tell people where I live, but it's in uh, Edgewater uh, in Chicago. <laughs> Correct. Um, nice theater space. Yeah. Um, anything else? We, we, we can touch base on these things at the end of the, the show, too. Yeah, I did uh, I did just finish watching Unbelievable on Netflix. Um, it's the show about um, the rape detectives um, kind of finding a serial rapist. Ooh. Yeah, I know. So some it's, true crime stuff. It's heavy, mm-hmm. um, but the acting is brilliant, um, and the storytelling is just very well done. It's based on a true story. Um, Caitlin Deaver is remarkable um especially she was in book smart oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah and this is a completely different role for her and then uh merritt weaver and tony collette play the detectives tony and let's been doing some good work lately oh, yeah as if she was bad ever but like you know she's doing some particularly interesting work as of late true true yeah so i was i was blown away by that show um mm-hmm. and i i put it off for a while because you know it's hard it's hard um, but uh, the, ultimately, it was very um, satisfying and cathartic. 
Nice. So I'd hope I'd hope so. If they if you stick it in for like stick it in. If you stick it in for that long, if you stick with it for that Ah, there goes his phone. If oh. you stick with it for that long, uh, I really hope it uh, it gives you some kind of satisfaction at the end. Yeah. Um, also, I meant to ask earlier, what what are the run the the dates for your show? What, oh, the, what's sure. the run? Uh, previews start March 22nd. I think opening night is no, I'm sorry, February 22nd. Okay. Opening night is March first okay and then we run through uh the end of march so i'll probably drop this episode pretty quick because i it's movie related and the academy awards i believe are this weekend that's true um which and if i post this episode today or tomorrow that is still accurate um so let's get into it so this is we're doing something new this is list so i don't have a whole lot of history because it's we're gonna you're gonna read some some films um your favorite of the 2010s and then we're i'm we're We'll we'll see what conversation springs from that. But to give some people um, just a little idea of the, I, I have the top ten, the I have the ten best picture winners from the decade, and then the top ten highest grossing films from for each respective year. Mm-hmm. So we'll just run these down quick, um, just to give people also like uh, get get the, the palette, like the, the films of that time. Like oh, yeah. what would it came out that year? What won best picture, and why should I, why would he like that film over this film? You know, just to get people reminded. Yeah. Um, so in 2010, the highest grossing film was Toy Story 3 and The King's Speech won Best Picture. 2011, The uh, the Artist won Best Picture. And Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 was the highest grossing film. I'm not going to get into the numbers, but obviously for some of these films, we know it's in the billions. Um, in 2012, Argo won Best Picture. Uh, and The Avengers was the highest grossing film. 2013, 12 Years a Slave won Best Picture. And Iron Man 3 uh, was the highest grossing film. And we're also going to see, does any of the movies that Scott liked, are any of these movies the same? <laughs> You'll just have to wait and see. Uh, in 2014, Transformers, Age of Extinction was the highest grossing film. And Birdman, the unbearable blah, 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 uh, won Best Picture. In 2015, Spotlight won Best Picture. And Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens was the highest uh, grossing film. In 2016, Captain America Civil War was the highest grossing film. And Moonlight won Best Picture. Um, in 2017, The Shape of Water was the Best Picture winner. Uh, and uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi was the highest grossing film. 2018, Avengers Infinity War uh, was the highest grossing film. And then uh, Green Book. So we don't know the best picture of this year, obviously. Um, but so, And we also don't even know for sure the highest grossing film because there's still some foreign uh, uh, markets that have yet to... The whole tabulation process, I guess, is lengthy. So, but as of now, believe it or not, it's Avengers Endgame with like two has made like two billion worldwide. Yeah, or over two. Is billion. that that might be the highest grossing film of all time? <clears throat> it, I'm, I'm sure. I yeah. mean, not counting inflation. I don't know. There are also just more people. It, it just it because it was like Gone with the Wind for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, with Sound of Music with for a music, while, and when you include inflation. It still like did well, but now we just have more people spending more money, and I, I mean, yeah. So like naturally, they're going to continue until we reach peak, you know, population and populations are to decrease. I just think we're it's going to get you continue to get bigger and bigger as tickets cost mm-hmm. more and there are more and more people. But that's not this isn't an economics podcast. <laughs> so um, 
first off, all those have you seen all those films, Scott, or did you skip some of those? Um, oh, you can see the list right there, can't you? Yeah, I I saw I saw all of those Oscar films. Only one of them is on my list. I didn't. I saw all but Green Book. I did. I did not want to see it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's that is the nicest thing I've heard anybody yes. say about it, except except it winning the Academy Award. Yeah, and then uh, for the grossing films, I think just one. You've only seen one, or just one? No. Oh, I've seen. <laughs> I was like, wow, man. all but uh, Transformers. I think. Uh, me too. That is the only one I have not seen. Yeah. Um, but and that only does well because of like the the Chinese market. Like it, they they, mm. they love Transformers that movies. Makes sense. I, I was like I was like I didn't even remember that one coming out. I don't know what happens in it. I know yeah. Mark Mark Wahlberg starts taking over in. I, and I, I honestly don't know how many there. I think there are, are there five now. Is that Six? counting Bumblebee? I, oh, it's right, Bumblebee. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple of them. I had to see the first one in a film class, and I was really upset about it. But then after my TA explained, like, this is why we do this. Like, we're looking, look at this as, as a consumer mm. a, a, and, and a commercial venture rather than a piece of artwork. Yeah. Because it functions very well as a two hour commercial. Yeah. You know, the kind of stuff that people talk about in college. Sure. Movies as commercials. Um, but yeah. anywho. I only ever saw uh, Dark of the Moon, I think, because that was the one that they shot in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw some of that one. Oh, can I say I remember like Megan Fox is in like the first I don't even remember. yeah I don't I don't recall <sighs> any of it I mean I was it probably does. a little high but as you, know. you should be uh, <laughs> when you see blockbuster films exactly um so yeah, let's get right into it so um now you have your list um for this decade which which my, my Brooklyn my girlfriend and I had were looking over the films and it's it is uh, it is marked by two major things and that's that is like franchise films like the sequels, comic book films, mm-hmm. Harry Potter and shit like that, and Netflix, like and the rise mm-hmm. of uh, online streaming are the, like the two biggest influences on film this decade. Yeah, and we'll see how your list if it reflects that at all, or sure. if it's going to be unique. And yeah. I looked over it, but let's 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 we'll do the first five. We'll take a break, and then we'll do the last five. Cool. Right. Um. So yeah. Uh. In general, these lists are kind of silly. Absolutely. Because how can you rate art against each other? But I've always really loved making lists like this. Um, I think it, have you seen High Fidelity? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, since then, I think we've all had this, oh, it's just, it's just fun to categorize. It's fun right. to, and then, and then why is the list this way? Why not this one? And then we look, cause we just love talking about art. We're, we're, me and you are white dudes with not much else to do with our education. <laughs> That's not true. But it's like flex your flex the, the muscle that you have and like, oh, I know why this is more salient, more mm-hmm. profound than this other thing. Yeah. Um, based on like what your given set of circumstances in life, right? Because you're right. some stuff on there that's not going to like anyway let's but like, here totally you're talking um <laughs> well and when, when i was a kid going back to a list i um i would weekly do like a billboard top 20 wow of songs for for the for the week i lost all the records for it though so like i'm really bummed about that i can't find them anywhere mm. um but i've always i've always really liked it um i cheat on my <laughs> top 10s you can't you can't there's you know, no rules right uh there's a lot more than 10 movies here um and i actually even have an 11 so 
Um, but I have honorable mentions. I kind of grouped them by um, the like genre in some cases or uh, a common theme. Okay. Um, so my number one is standalone. I will say that. Um, it's no tie for number one. And we'll save that for last if you don't mind. Can we go, oh, from, okay, a, sure. can we go from 11 up to one? One, I assume, being your favorite film of the decade. Mm-hmm. Great. That's yeah, what I assumed. But. Absolutely. Uh, so my number 11 is Moana. Oh, yeah. A film. I, I saw that. I have not seen it yet. Oh, really? Yeah. I just. Oh, it's so sweet. It's I've so good. I've it. seen it like four or five times because it was on Netflix for a long time. Was. Um, now it's on Disney Plus, so I'll well, probably catch it again because um, I did just get Disney Plus because you have to. I mean, we don't yet, but we have we st- still for some reason have HBO now. Like oh. we 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 got the trial just to watch the season, the series finale of Game of Thrones, oh, and we've yeah. been paying for it ever since. <laughs> um, the and HBO now. <laughs> Sorry, dig at uh, Game of Thrones season series finale. It was pretty bad, right? Oh god. Um, but we don't need to talk about it. No. Um, but yeah, and we have that. We have Hulu. We have uh, Amazon. We have Netflix. We have everything but Disney Plus because I think it's just that. It's that. Oh, do we? Do we want to give Disney more money? Even right. though by giving money to Hulu, we're still giving Disney money anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not even that much money, and you get so much like the all the Marvel, all the Pixar, yeah, all the old Disney. It's just, but then I hear they, they because they also have 20th Century Fox. I hear that you don't get everything you think you should get. Mm-hmm. I've heard that you sh- like. Why don't we have everything? Mm-hmm. But maybe that's asking too much of a company who has notoriously kept things in the vault. Like <laughs> right. we, we should. I don't know why people expect this. I'm like, well, if are they going to give us songs of the South? Right. You know, anytime soon. I think they. I think it is. No. Right. No. It maybe can't it's be. not. I don't no, think it can't so. be. I don't think that would be. I think I'm I thinking of Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Uh, Peter Pan has a, a the 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 Indian scene yeah. is is what made the red man red. Mm-hmm. It turns out he kissed his mother-in-law and he got very bash embarrassed about it, and that's what made the red man red. Oh no! Have you I, seen the original Peter Pan? I haven't. The Disney? Not in a long, long time. Oh, we used to watch it all the time. But I did. Uh, I I helped out with a um, kids show this summer that was the Disney's Peter Pan. They changed what makes the red man red to. What makes the brave man brave? Seems way more PC. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, there's the uh, double meaning with brave. I really liked it. Yeah, um, and that song kind of slaps. Like it's oh yeah, what made it gets in the my head. Brave yeah, man. let's go back head. a million years to the very first. Uh, Did they say Injun Prince in yours? No, yeah, I don't, no. think, I don't think they would. No, do they that. cleaned it up quite a bit. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious though. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think that's my. That's my top, oh, no, it's not my top animated film, but it's my top animated musical, I guess. I've been meaning to get to it because what The Rock is in that. Mm-hmm. Lynn manuel uh, wrote the songs. And I hear, like, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't know. I, there's no reason I shouldn't want to watch it. I, I think, God, I don't know. I don't know. I, I the same, there was, like, a good two years that's just kind of like, I'm just kind of done with all the... Even if, it, even if it's Pixar, I, I was just not really interested. And in, I think because I think Moana came out after Frozen exploded, mm-hmm. and it's just like I'm. I was put off by the popularity of it all, while it also felt like it was fairly innocuous and and not any different than it, how it ever been. And I'm getting to that age where I'm like, well, if it's not gonna, if if it's gonna be the same thing with different colors, then why am I interested? Yeah. And that's sorry, that that sounds weird saying it when speaking about like 
island pacific islanders right that's not what i was trying to get at. Totally. <laughs> like like you know oh that's a it's a shelf but it's pink instead of black yeah you know, well or like shelf. now it's the same story in new orleans exactly or it's the same story in uh, yeah on the, every uh, avengers film is the same movie <laughs> but with it but with a different rock or mm-hmm. multiple rocks and the villain's name is different but it's all the same thing yeah. um but, but it's yet, how but, they do it that yeah, makes but, but it yet special. i saw it but, yeah. but i didn't see moana like what i honestly i don't know what my i'll, I'll see it i'll watch it i'm sure it's very cute uh, my honorable mentions for uh, this one are Coco and I did Frozen. Like, I did like Coco. Yeah. Coco is just uh, emotionally satisfying and yeah, it, the music's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Frozen on the list. I don't know. It's just an honorable mention. No, it's, if you also, a lot of people like that movie. I'm not saying you shouldn't like Frozen. Yeah. It just it just exploded. It was yeah. very popular. and that's it's, it's more popular than it has any right to be. Well, that's what I thought, yeah. especially after like what they basically built the movie around the song. Because the initial mm-hmm. story is what the Ice Queen, mm-hmm. uh, who what because she, she like sticks the shard of ice in the boy's heart and he's like dying or something. It's mm-hmm. very it, the story is very uh, um, well because it's a, a Christian Anderson mm-hmm. story, so it's darker. Yeah, uh, uh, not as Disneyfied, and they Disneyfied it. And w- yeah. why do we expect? anything different yeah um, well but- the cool thing though is that it, the two leads are sisters and the yeah, she, yeah. the story doesn't hinge on any kind of romantic you know man uh saving the girl yeah, in any way yeah. that i it's easy for for me to forget those things but that okay. is that is a nice uh bechtel test mm-hmm. passing uh, aspect to the film um and like and yeah the characters are charming sven like what is He's the the dude, right? He doesn't always save. Is it Sven? Uh, Sven is the reindeer, I think. Is it then Kristoff? Uh, Kristoff. Oh, that's right, because it's Kristoff, Han, like Hans, Hans. Yeah, Hans the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, aren't there three characters that do the the name of the author is embedded within three characters? <laughs> Hans Christian Andersen isn't like they don't. Because oh. isn't their character named Anderson or Anderson or something like that? Uh, Anna. Something like that. There's yeah. they they head up a little like nod to the author and oh, the character. That. That's the exactly character right. Yeah. yeah. Something. I, like I also got into it because uh, the same theater the, that I worked with children's theater over the summer. Uh, they also did Frozen, and like you know, after a week of it, I was just like, you know what, this music's damn good. I love. Uh, what, what's that main song? Uh, Let it go. Let it go. Well, it's yeah. A damn I mean, good well, song. and and uh, when Adila sings it, like, mm-hmm. what do you you can't. Hey, yeah. I, it was, I was doing Stone Soup, Shakespeare, and that song had, like, was billboard top for the entire time I was down there, and everybody was singing. It was just like, mm-hmm. the, it was the song to sing that, yeah. that it'll always be, I'll always associate it with uh, my trip down to Carbondale. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, it, and I saw the film, oh, but like, yeah, it, it didn't strike me as something that, like, I'm sure if I have kids, they'll see it eventually, but it's not something I'm like, hey. Here's, this is, this Let's is a sit treat. down and watch yeah. this, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas I think I'd probably rather like I, I bet if I see Moana, I'd rather I'd think that before I'd think when you watch Frozen. Mm-hmm. But then also, I, again, I I come I always approach this stuff from like I'm a dude. I'm always gonna think of dude stuff first, right? And like <laughs> it's it, it I can see in the same way that uh, <clears throat> Miss Marvel and and uh, Wonder Woman had were. Mm-hmm. were popular for other reasons is that like oh it's uh, i identify with these female characters and totally 
uh, believe it or not, I don't usually immediately identify with few. No, that's not true. <laughs> they ain't got dicks, you know, so I don't get it. <laughs> right. Um, moving on to uh, the the real top ten here. Um, and this is kind of my... Number 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is kind of my uh, action movie uh, group, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. That was a fun one. I mean, you can't... Yeah. Um, Drive is another one. And the uh, third tied for number 10 is Baby Driver. Um, and I just saw that movie like last winter. And I was just like, oh, man, this is a perfect movie isn't it good because that's edgar wright directed Mm -hmm. wrote and directed that um and yeah we're not supposed to talk about kevin spacey but he's still like i don't know he's fine in it he's He's still fine fine in it yeah i think like he's still in he's a completely adequate actor um and he did some terrible stuff yeah i i was totally expecting his character to be the bad guy and i i think even Thinking about the movie right now, I'm still thinking of him as being the bad guy, but I don't think he was the bad guy in that movie not, at all. I, not really ultimately, but like they're all not good people, sure. right? It's, yeah. Uh, I, I still think because it's a, a Hollywood a Hollywood film, um, they there's always going to be a you, you you can only reward criminals mm. to an extent, sure. Because like, and a criminal can still have a, a, a strong moral code. Um, which helps us identify which criminal is not as bad as the other criminals. Like mm-hmm. sometimes they're the ones who are forced into criminal circumstances because they have to save their daughter, right. or something like that. Yeah. Um, but but he's like yeah. But you have like a, a, a John Hamm in that who because he's kind of psychotic. Mm-hmm. He has he's like a chaotic evil. Mm-hmm. Like he's just looking out for himself and uh, and I'm sorry, it's been like two years since I saw it. And his g- girl gets killed, and he goes like ape shit right mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah obviously the music was w- wonderful music was very so well edited well made. Yeah. it's just a good you know it's a solid solid action film and we'd be t- i think we'd be talking about it a lot more if kevin spacey weren't in it oh yeah yeah it came out like right before i think right before oh you just was, i think like a few months later it was yeah. It, the yeah the uh, the allegations and then the eventual like canceling right um and yeah. I, I feel like for kevin spacey it just happened it when it the the bricks fell quickly there was yeah. no like there was no woody allen like eh, no. this might take us 12 years for us to do anything about it <laughs> um came out like nope he's done yeah yeah i mean he's not the most likable person in general that's what so, i've heard yeah but i always love that um i'm sure you've seen it on like uh on like uh note like uh, casting notice pages they used to have promotions for kevin spacey's master acting oh, class oh yeah all the time and now it's same thing with that also with that guy who used to be at profiles they always always used to have his acting classes oh, yeah. as banner ads Carol, on whatever i don't, I don't yeah. remember his name but like he, profiles the, guy, yeah. the, the profiles guy mm-hmm. um and then those went away very quickly yeah um it's funny anyway so yeah Drive with uh, that was with Ryan um, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I remember, yeah, and that that had Brian Cranston was also in mm-hmm. that. Um, I did see that. I saw the because that was just a that was very they're similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, stoic kind of car movies, stoic, stoic drivers, drivers, uh, amazing music. Yeah, <clears throat> um, very I, stylized. I think uh, Baby Driver and Drive both take place in L.A. I would not be surprised. Yeah, it's just cheaper. Right, well, it's cheaper. It's more convenient. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I remember I, I saw dry, I saw them both just one time, and I remember 
I and it, it happened a little bit like I thought everybody's just gonna go as uh, Gosling for Halloween. They're gonna they're gonna find this because it's got a scorpion that jacket. With like yeah. a, it's got a scorpion on the back. It's like a, a bomber jacket with the rolled up sleeves. Because um, he was kind of peaking, yeah. Ryan Gosling was at that time. When do we know when that film came out? I think I want to say twenty eleven. Well, we have we 2010, have maybe? we have the technology. Let's let's look at it. Look it up, Benny. Look it up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right though. So the and all three of these movies are heavy on cars. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Um, I think I think Mad Max Fury Road was named uh, number one by. Uh, 2011 okay there we go um i think av club said uh mad max was their number one for the decade of action films or just films period films period wow that is bold i mean it was nominated for best picture it was it was it was a hell of a movie it was no wonderful like all 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 three of the films were very well edited Mm -hmm. um again stoic male leads Mm -hmm. in all three films lots of cars what's with that yeah um I guess there are a lot of stoic male leads. Gary Cooper in every one of his films is pretty stoic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do enjoy our men to be quiet yeah. um, and just project our own ideas of what they must be feeling mm. rather than them ruin it and talk. <laughs> right. And then we find out they're not good at acting also. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that's interesting. Um, I would really enjoyed Mad Max also. Stunts were great. Um, like in costume, it was in having come off of what because beyond thunderdome came out in like 86 or 87 mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever saw the one i've, I've never seen the seen any of the originals oh world warrior is really good i think yeah. it's 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 weird it still holds up all right um and it's better than the original mad max and beyond thunderdome is tina turner's in it and she's mm-hmm. tina turner in yeah. a movie wild it's just it's like it's not a it's not a good movie sure it's an interesting movie uh-huh. Um, like a lot of films, uh, fun for a watch, but not one of those like we gotta watch this movie. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but the the fact that Fury Road stands on its own, yeah, you don't is it, amazing. Yeah, you don't need to have seen any of them. And I had, mm-hmm. I had people who were like, oh, I don't want to see that without seeing the other ones. I'm like, that they don't make movies like that anymore. They don't mm-hmm. make movies that require you to see any of the other films because that 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 just means less money for them. Right. And usually they're making m- movies for money. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to try and alienate you. Um, <clears throat> like you can watch any Avengers films and like you pick it up, especially the last one. I don't, did you see the last one? Oh yeah. It's just, a, it's a, it's a best of, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a recap of all the other movies in one yeah. movie. Like it's yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll be talking about I'm, that. Oh, okay, great. Um, uh, my number nine, number nine, number nine, uh, number nine. is it, uh, is another tie. Uh, oh. these are both kind of, uh, indie, Films with a female lead, okay. um, take this waltz, uh, which is uh, I, I don't think any, but this is probably the most obscure movie on my list. Sounds familiar though. Um, it's got Michelle Williams and Seth Rogen, and Sarah Silverman. Also came out in 2011. There we go. Take this waltz and shove it, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Um, and uh, it's just a sweet little story. Michelle Williams is just effervescent in it um it's, this would have been peak michelle williams too like right blue valentine would have come out just a oh, couple sure, of years ago sure. i don't know if we're at peak michelle williams really? yet oh yeah Ooh. okay yeah i should have add the modifier <laughs> yet no she's great don't, don't get me wrong she's, she's great. wonderful um oh uh, yeah a, a happily married woman falls for the artist who lives across the street 
Yeah. Played by Seth Rogen. Uh, no, the one across the street is somebody else. Oh, good. Because it's like Seth Rogen looks like the guy you. He's. I hate this word, but he's the one who gets cucked, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Really? She starts out with him. I really then, hate yeah. that word. Yeah, no, that's a weird word. I know. It, and just, I hear all. I hear kids say it all the time now. Really? Instead of like saying, dude, that guy got screwed, he's like, man, he just got cucked. Ugh. I know, isn't it? <sighs> it's, it's a combination of like three swear words. Yeah. You got the F word, you got the C word, mm-hmm. you got cock. Yeah. Um, it just... And then, and then, on top of that, I think the not that cuckolding is whatever. I'm not here to make any stance on cuckolding. It's just like it, it is such a hyper masculine addition to that. Like, dude, you just got your lady just fucked somebody uh, else because you suck. You know, your yeah. dick is too. You know, just mm-hmm. all that it all, and captured in one little word. Like, and maybe that means I'm getting older because I care about that stuff now. And now I know how my like old, how older people feel when they hear, when they heard like it's 1922 and your kid says, this sucks, grandma. Yeah. Like, Where'd right. you learn that language? <laughs> well, I mean, cuckolding comes from like, well, yeah, that's Shakespearean. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> even, so. Not before that. Or right. uh, even um, Chaucer, I think even probably used the word cuckolding. Uh, in yeah, the, probably. Yeah. Which means it's been going on for a long time. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, my tie for number nine is Obvious Child, um, mm-hmm. which stars Jenny Slate and Jake Lacey. Um, and uh, Jenny Slate gets pregnant, and she decides to have an abortion. Um, and she's a stand-up comic, and she is just a fucking mess. Um, and it's a brilliant performance. Jenny Slate was previously best known for uh, being on SNL for maybe a season or two. If she, was she on for that long? Mm-hmm. I know her better for doing voiceover, to be oh, honest. She's, yeah. She does Big Mouth and she does Bob Ber- Bob's Burgers pretty mm-hmm. regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she she and, also was uh, John Ralphio's sister, sister in, on Parks and Rec. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she's great. She's great. She's great. It's it's a wonderful movie. Very small movie. I think it's on Netflix now. Um, David so. Cross. Richard Kind is in it. I yeah, love Richard Kind. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a movie that even though the subject matter is kind of heavy, it's so watchable and fun that like even the first time I watched it, I was like, I could watch that again right now. And I actually felt that way about Take This Waltz, too. Um, just these sweet little movies. Um, I kind of like how you're categorizing, like even though th- these are your two number nines. Yeah, it's still like oh, but they're almost like female-driven independent comedies are my mm-hmm. ninth, my number nine of the year. Exactly <laughs> of the decade. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, well, and my honorable mention for this one is Francis Ha, uh, which is Noah Baumbach's movie mm-hmm. uh, starring uh, Greta Gerwig. I think they co-wrote it together. Sounds about right because they're um, seeing each other now, right? Yeah, they are. They are a pair. Um, and were I they, were they at the time because that came out in 2012. Yeah, I'm not sure because um, I think uh, he was uh, still married, maybe during that time. He might have been to um, Ar- Arquette. Was it? Is it Arquette or Jennifer, Jennifer Jason, Jason Lee? Lee? I always I think it's her. I always yeah. get Jennifer Jason Lee and one of the Arquettes confused. Mm, and Patricia, probably Patricia. Yeah. She's on here. Um, She's actually in the next one. But uh, back to Francis Ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's just a lovely film about an artist. Um, It took me many years to watch it because I was just like, what is this title, Francis Ha? 
No. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, well, it's like 80 minutes or something, too. It's no. really short. Um, but I, it just came off as pretentious to me at the time. I'm really hot and cold with... Actually, I'm usually cold with Noah Baumbach. It has, yeah. Like Greta Gerwig, who I would not have known at the time. I've, I heard, I've heard of this film. I still... Mm-hmm. These three films, I have not seen. Yeah. I am also not great at watching these films on my own like if my if my girlfriend wants to watch them i'm usually like, oh yeah let's check it out like it it'll help broaden my horizons mm-hmm. uh and it's something i'm trying to get better at is watching films that uh will give me a different perspective because yeah. i tend to just like hey is it like indiana jones right yeah all right let's watch it totally you know? which just perpetuates things that i already have established for years right. um whereas this might like oh that's right things are hard for a a 27-year-old dancer whose life is upended when her best friend Sophie tells her she plans to re- relocate from Brooklyn to Tribeca. Like, that might teach me something. <laughs> right, right. Um, oh, my uh, my honorable mention for number 10 for the driving movies oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was Snowpiercer. Um, Which is on a vehicle. I really enjoyed Snow- Snowpiercer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I didn't plan this, but, you know, Francis Ha is directed by uh, Noah Baumbach mm-hmm. and Snowpiercer is directed by Bong Joon-ho. Mm-hmm. Who Bong is? Joon-ho. Yeah. Bong Joon-ho. Um, who directed Parasite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Baumbach did Marriage Story. Story. Two films that are up for Best Picture mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. And I believe they're both up for Best Director this year. Yes, that's true, too. And screenplay and everything. Um, I don't think none of the actors for Parasite are nominated, but everybody that was in Marriage Story did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I loved Marriage Story. I I was surprised at how much I liked it. I enjoyed a lot of things about it. It's still very Bambachian. And if you like him, you'll love this movie. Um, And if I were in it, I could imagine. I just. I watch it as somebody who went to to, to acting classes and studied mm-hmm. theater and like, this would be so much fun. Because all you do is just, you're just acting the hell out of it. You're like, you are, you, it, it is a, uh, a, a perfect example of like what, what actors want to do when they want to be human. Like how, mm-hmm. how best can we emulate humanity? Because um, most of the time you're given scripts or you're given roles that, you know, um, may be a little like or like if you're in a fucking avengers film like you, those aren't real the, those aren't real circumstances you try to you have characters that try to maintain a kind of humanity but like mm-hmm. they're also joking it's like thor is a weird character because he never really has to worry about death right which makes all of his motivations very strange and it's even weirder when they try to make him comedic which they always do he's like the the comedic character and every joke for thor is I'm not from around here. Yeah. You know, some variation on, I don't understand your custom. Yeah. And We're going to talk more about that. Okay. 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 Yeah, great, great, great. It's coming. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yes. Yeah. Um, great performances. Uh, my number eight, number, number eight, eight. Um, is a tie uh, <laughs> between uh, Boyhood, uh, Richard Linklater's uh, film. I, uh, I mean, like, I, I'm not even sure if I love that movie, but it's just the way they made it was genius you, you you have to admire the ambition mm-hmm. uh, it's an, it was an experiment in filmmaking and it i say it worked like 80 percent of the time for mm-hmm. me and that's that's enough to, just to like man oh man the investment yeah from everybody involved is something patricia else arquette. patricia yeah. arquette yeah who was great she <laughs> yeah, was great, she was great and, and, uh and Won so oscar was, i think yeah. uh, i think she did and uh oh my god why is his name ethan hawk he mm-hmm. was great too his name uh uh 
He got nominated. I don't think he, he didn't win though. Mm-hmm. I'd remember if Ethan Hawke won an Academy. Yeah, no, Award. I don't think he's ever. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I think he's been. He, I think he was nominated for Training Day, mm-hmm. and he was nominated for this. But maybe he when he does that old man movie in thirty years, <laughs> yeah. uh, he'll still have like. Uh, I bet he'll look pretty good as an old man. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. I bet he'll age well. Anyway, um, yeah, I think it's a good. I think it's a great choice for for this just as something to have on there solely for wow yeah that is yeah and and it's funny too because that year i think it was 2014 um was the same year as birdman Mm -hmm. and birdman was actually my number one for that year i love and boyhood was maybe in the top five somewhere Mm -hmm. but and i loved birdman like i still do beautiful movie it's a great movie um, but it's not on my list for the decade. I think it kind of came and went a little bit. I think I I agree. Like, I don't think we talk about it as much. I think we talked a lot about it when mm-hmm. it came out. We were all very uh, impressed with the editing, like the the incredibly long takes and 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 the return of Michael uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, which even though like he he kind of been around, but like it certainly it brought him because he does that, and then next year he's he's in two best picture films mm-hmm. in a row. Yeah. Um, and also, I love Michael Keaton. Like, yeah. and and I think we are at the right age of like. I don't know if you watched Batman a lot when you were a kid. Beetlejuice or Beetlejuice. Yeah. I watched both those films. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like after those, he just kind of like 1995. Something happens, and we don't. We Jack Frost comes out in like 98, and then there's no Michael Keaton. Yeah. For a decade, it feels mm-hmm. like maybe even longer. Yeah. Um, and then he pops up as an old man. We're like, oh. <gasps> That's right. He's he's okay. He's yeah. all right. Yeah. It's good to have him back. Yeah. Um and he's also in the MCU um from uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right cuz he was the villain in that mm-hmm. one. Who did he He's still alive. Well, the character is still alive. Who was he again? Uh Oh, couldn't name Oh, Vulture. Him. Vulture. Vulture. Yep, that's right. I forget. I man, I saw that movie and it I enjoyed it, but it went in one ear and oh, yeah. right out the other. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, my uh, other tied movie for number eight is Eighth Grade, uh, which is Bo Burnham's film uh, from a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think 2017. Yeah, yeah. Or 2018. I Maybe think. 2018. Um, and I was just blown away by this movie. Um, the performance of Elsie Fisher. That's what I've heard. Um, she just... 2018. Yeah, she. It's just such a natural film. It's very funny. It's hard to watch. It's yeah. very uncomfortable, um, but it puts you right back there. Um, and I kind of felt like Boyhood in eighth grade, kind of as a piece coming of um, age stories. Com- yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just uh, it, it made a good fit, um, and I just I loved that movie so much. I I. <sighs> Sorry, I'm stuttering because like I wanted to see it, but also Bo Burnham, you know. And I know everybody says like it's a great movie. Do we not like him? I'm, Is he I'm canceled? Just, no, 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 no. <laughs> I I'm just not crazy. I'm just not crazy about his comedy. Oh, okay. Like, not that I, I. As far as I know, he's not been canceled. Okay. But he's also he's he's very young. Mm-hmm. He kind of came on the scene and like was doing his bit and like I, I don't know. Man. I'm just not not feeling your comedy. Not it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. And then he like makes this profound film about growing up and i'm like ah is he is he young enough where he still can draw from that and that's why it's so good or shouldn't he be like 40 something and then make this nostalgic piece about what it was like it just it felt like he wasn't the right age Mm. and and this is all me just making up excuses to not see a movie because i'm i don't like the guy that much um 
And but you know, everybody was talking like you should, you should see it. It's a good movie. It's yeah. good. It's it's gonna transport you there, and you're gonna love it. And I'm like, oh, I'll get around to it. Oh, it's always a <laughs> I shake. think it, uh, I watched it. it on Amazon Prime. It might still be on there. Oh, you can stream anything. Yeah. It's somewhere. True. Like, <laughs> Um, my honorable mention for number eight is The Perks of Being a Wallflower uh, with Ezra Miller and Emma Watson and whoever that young actor is who's the lead. Um, I watched this movie once and never again. <laughs> and and yet it's... It's stuck with me. It's it's just a really great um, teen comedy. Another coming of age, 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, a little dark in in parts. Um, Logan Lerman is that Logan Lerman, yeah. Emma Watson, Ezra Miller, Maya Whitman, Kate Walsh. Oh, Dylan McDermott. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joan Cusack and Paul Rudd. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the movie for me was all Ezra Miller. Like sure. he just shined so bright in that movie, and they. See? Is Ezra Miller non-binary? I don't remember. Whatever. Oh, you mean oh his his sexual yeah. or his gender? His gender. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, um, sure. I'm pulling him up now. Okay, let's. See. Uh, he's uh, his his birthday's three days after mine. Uh, is an American actor. Film debut after school. Boo boo boo. Early life career. Pronouns. Uh, personal life. Here we go. He identifies as queer, specifying, <clears throat> quote, the way I would choose to identify myself wouldn't be gay. I've been attracted mostly to she's. But I've been with many people, and I'm open to love whatever it can be. End quote. And oh, and have, and to have quote a lot of really wonderful friends who are very different sexes and genders. I am very much in love with no one in particular. He ex- he expressed interest in kissing boys at a young age. Does not identify as man or woman. Queer just means no. I don't do that. I don't identify as a man. I don't identify as a woman. I barely identify as a human. <laughs> So no pronouns for Ezra Miller. Apparently not. Ezra Miller is just delightful in that movie, and uh, it was it was a Star Is Born moment, and uh, yeah, he's got a nice chin. He's <laughs> got a good jawline. What are you? Yeah. Like? Hey, what are you gonna do? Um, I see why someone like that would get cast. Yeah, yeah. My number seven is on its own. No, oh, John Mal- John Malkovich produced was one of the producers oh, okay. for. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sure. Anyway, my number seven sorry. <laughs> is Jojo Rabbit. Uh, so this is a freshen mm-hmm, at this, number seven. Yeah. And this is my number one for 2019. Really? Yeah. I adore it. Have you seen it yet? I have not. I have not. Oh, I adored it. So I've been hearing, I've heard mixed things. Like some yeah. people are getting very tired mm. of, of hearing about Jojo Rabbit mm-hmm. as like, oh, I know it's different. I don't need to hear about it anymore. Yeah, it's Leave not for alone. everybody, but uh, I mean, I love the comedy. Taika Waititi is a genius. He has another movie on my list. I'll have to find out what that is. Yeah, um, and uh, the the one thing that really blew me away. The, well, I mean, there were so many things in that movie, but uh, Scarlett Johansson's performance in that movie really just blew me away and and she's actually in my top three movies of 2019 somehow well she's in two very reputable films and she did she didn't get nominated twice did she she get nominated twice yes she did yeah Yeah, Yeah, she's best supporting for jojo Jojo and and then lead uh, for marriage story yeah mm -hmm. yeah and she's just transcendent in this movie she do you think she's better as a supporting in this film than she is the lead in marriage yes 
100%. I mean, she's great in Marriage Story, oh, but yeah. like... It's a different... It's a, it's also a fairly conventional... Mm-hmm. Like, although she gets to be very human, which yeah. is sometimes very difficult to do, mm-hmm. um, it's very like... so Because it is so human, those kind of emotions are a little easier to, I find, to like, oh yeah, I can I can think about if... If I was breaking up with my girlfriend, wow, oh, the emotions I would feel. Whereas, like in kind of this far-fetched scenario where Hitler has like a comedy or something, like a sitcom or something like that. I don't know what, it, what the deal is. Uh, the kid uh, is his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Okay. Um, and his mom is kind of um, well, she's hiding a Jewish girl in their attic. Um, and where have we heard that before? <laughs> History. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, are you familiar? <laughs> and, uh, but it's just a very nuanced performance and, um, very funny and, um, charming. So I, I adored that movie. Well, that's good. Cause I, when I heard the premise, I was like, this, this is either going to be, it, it, well, I heard it was good, but it, I, I, I this sounds like. That college student who was like, "This is this is gonna be my thesis project." Mm-hmm. It's because it, it just sounds so like, "What if a kid had an imaginary friend who was Hitler?" Right. Like, and everybody's stoned. Like, that's so smart. We're gonna bring them. Yeah, yeah, and um, and the movie owes a lot to Wes Anderson. Oh, okay. Um, especially production design wise, he's not involved in any way, though. I don't think okay. so. No. Um, but, but the colors a, are very him. So it's the, very the storybook hu- mm-hmm. in its presentation. The humor is very much like him. Um, Dry. Yeah. The American British filmmaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though yeah. He, yeah. Is he? Is he no, British? no. He's, he just makes British looking. F- he's very oh, inspired sure, sure, by, sure. I think, the, uh, I call it like the proscenium style mm. of filmmaking. As if we are, there's a depth, but it's only, it's it's a very uh, shallow depth of field. He wants it. I always think he wants it to look like you're reading a, a children's storybook, mm, yeah. which for some reason I associate with a lot of British filmmakers. Sure, sure. Or at least the the, the palette, the color palette, tone, comedic style, um, all very dry. Yeah, and very put together. Yeah, and I think what makes this movie so special is that it does do this high wire trick of. Um, kind of i mean it starts out very uh i mean the the boy is hitler youth you know and, oh, so it's, it's of that period so it's in like 19 oh it's in germany it's the end of the war oh, 45 yeah okay and um and it's just it pulls it off really brilliantly and kind of with a emotional kicker towards the end and it's i loved it i i hope it does well at the oscars this sunday i don't expect it to because i think there is kind of a backlash on it it's the dark horse like it i think it's one of those you give a nod to it as being like you're different you're good we recognize that you existed this year you will always be in your your, your, the wikipedia page for Mm -hmm. the academy awards as a nominee and people are gonna be like oh what was nominated that year oh yeah oh jojo remember jojo right so you'll you'll, they'll always have that best picture nominee is always something you can put on the poster in the box. Yeah, from now it's, on. it's got a shop for uh, adapted screenplay. I think. Uh, I don't remember what what. It I think there's something the else front. up. Oh, that, Little Women. Uh, Little yeah, Women I was just is kind of the front I was runner like, something, there. Something big is gonna. Yeah, I think yeah. little. Yeah, it'll pro- it'll probably be because, Little Women because Greta, Greta didn't get nominated mm-hmm. for director, which right. is you know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen Little Women, so I can't like defend it. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's. Well, I hear it's great. Yeah. 
So what I I've never seen I've never read the book nor mm-hmm. seen any of the prior films. Yeah. But the the film is uh, non linear storytelling, and I, I think she adds a lot of nods to the audience for like how things have kind of changed and how not only is this a a story, but it's also a story about how you have to modify stories in order to sell them um, mm. to a male centric mm. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like it's not just saying that to you but it's certainly implying that when you watch the film so she gets to kind of have her cake and eat it too tell us a very emotional story that's you know just i cried a little bit like it's it's it knows how to it does that well and then also it's like oh and it's also about the how shitty it can be to be an artist and how difficult it can be Mm. when you have to navigate your own integrity for a paycheck Mm. Yeah, so to speak. So, oh, cool. I got, I got. I'm excited to see it at some point. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm going to catch it in the theaters. Well, I wouldn't say it's like you got to see it. It's, right. it's a, it's a, it's a film more about narrative structure, plot, um, the script, the the, the dialogue, character mm-hmm. relations. It's not. It doesn't have explosions. So there's yeah. not like you have to see this in theaters. It's mm-hmm. you watch it for the content. Yeah. Have uh, you seen uh 1917? No, uh, yeah, I haven't seen I, it either yet. We were yeah. going to, and then it was sold out. And we're like, I don't know if we're ever going to see this now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's supposedly the front runner for best picture. Um, <sighs> Another war movie. I know. I know. Do we? Do we? Hopefully, Parasite will pull it out. That might mean I would love that, but I think that's also going to get the same like just a tip of the hat like mm-hmm. we like would you like hey we nominated you mr i don't know where you're from <laughs> you know um so that that hey be be happy you got right. that we're gonna give it to the the this even though it's like a film that's uh because it takes place in the in like britain doesn't it mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. it's it's not even american but like right it's still war. War. Yeah. I, I, just, I guess it would be better than joker like i liked uh, joker a lot but I don't like what it represents. I'm just more pissed about. Well, no. I, well, there's a lot of reasons I'm upset about Joker getting nominated. It, it seems way too easy. Uh, it seems like they, they didn't want to think about like because it did really well in the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a dark film, and so I think it confuses people into thinking that it's it it's substantial. Yeah, I've not seen it, but I am reluctant to because I'm like, well, if when when reputable sources again, this is just. I haven't seen it, so um, are like, well, it's just uh, Taxi Driver 2.0, mm-hmm. and Taxi Driver is a good movie already. Yeah. Um, and and Heath Ledger already got the Oscar for playing for playing the Joker. Joker. And I, I'm sure Joaqu- like Joaquin's great. I'm sure he's great in it. He's G- tremendous. Maybe give him the award, it, mm-hmm. which if I were to say anything, that's probably the only award it would deserve mm-hmm. would be his performance. Because also, no one would have seen it if Joaquin Phoenix wasn't in it. I think I think no, they would have seen it, but I think it lends his, it some credibility. Exactly, yeah. they needed someone like Joaquin um, to 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 give it the gravitas, and I think he's the only. I I can't. I'm hard pressed to think of somebody who is as eccentric, age appropriate, mm-hmm. um, who could have given it that that weight. Yeah, um, I'm sure other people are like, oh yeah, this person could have done it. I'm right, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, I'm sure they could have, but. It was a very appropriate casting, mm-hmm. um, and I think, or maybe the casting director deserves sure. <laughs> the Academy yeah. Award. Um, but yeah, and, and I just don't, style over substance is, tends to get rewarded way too often. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I mean, it's kind of em- embarrassing that you know Todd Phillips is up for best director against Martin Scorsese. It's just like Todd Phillips made a Martin Scorsese movie or yeah. like a, a liked Scorsese movie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and also, I'm just I was so put off by the bullshit he was saying after the film the film was in production or be or just about to be released, and just like this all. I'm sick of this PC cult. I could yeah. have never made the comedies I made back in the day uh, if, if you know, boohoo. I'm getting right. Let's just get like I, I know. <sighs> I'm also a white straight guy, and I like making fart jokes, and <laughs> I enjoy some of the things that he used to joke about. Right. But like, I'm okay with moving on. Like, well, exactly. Maybe it's, I'm okay with respecting people too. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. There's lots of ways to be funny. Right. And right. now you have to work harder. Sorry. Yeah. Boohoo. Anyway, that he should not win director. That's all I'm trying. Yeah, to. yeah, he won't. Um, my number six is another tie. These are my gay movies. Great. <laughs> um, I am gay. I don't know if that's relevant here, but you know, hey, you you I didn't bring it up. You said it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you think it's relevant, all go right ahead. Cool. Um, so uh, first one is Moonlight. Oh. Th- this is my only Oscar winner on my list. Wow. Um, it's just a tremendous, oh, beautiful movie. Sweet. Uh, uh, movie like yeah I, I don't even know what else to say about it uh, Mahershala Ali is great in it um, oh, everybody all three iterations of the boy mm-hmm. <laughs> of the, yeah. the, the the lead were wonderful performances. yeah and the mom Naomi Harris and uh, Janelle Monae's in there too yep. um, it just looks beautiful it is kind of seamless in a way it just kind of flows mm-hmm. um, it's a very lovely movie Based uh, on a play. Yeah, that's right. Um, tied for number six is Call Me By Your Name. And I just caught this movie actually last winter too. I, I got it a little late. And um, I wasn't sure. Like, I mean, I knew I was going to like it, but I wasn't sure if I was going to love it. Because of Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not my favorite actor no, by he's not, far. Not mine either. Um, <laughs> and I'm not actually a big fan of Timothy Chalamet either. Um, Con- oh, is this is this a hot takes episode? <laughs> Sorry, every uh, I just I hear a lot about people enjoying Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, apparently he's very good in The King or whatever that, that uh, Netflix thing. No, I'm not seeing that. I, 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 uh, Brooklyn saw it. She said he she said he was good. And he's also in Little Women. Right. Um. He just he's he he's was in Lady Bird. Yeah. He's in Lady. Yeah. He, he's doing stuff with Greta Gerwig. He's mm-hmm. making good career choices. Definitely. And. I, th- I think he's making better career choices than he is acting. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that he's bad. I think he's a very handsome person. Like I get, I get. He's he's got a face. It's mm-hmm. a good face, strong jaw. Um, like he's got, but it's slightly. There's a slight crook in it. Like sure. so, it's yeah. he's not perfectly symmetrical. Like I, I get it. Yeah. Um, dude's got no butt though. We'll have to see how he ages. <laughs> I'm just saying, like for for long. I, I, this is what. I was when I walked out of Little Women after we You're talked like, all. Of, where's that ass? Where's that butt? <laughs> after we talked about all the like the important things, I'm like, I wonder how he's going to age. Mm. I was really thinking about that because he's still very young. Yeah. Um, and we we enjoy him for his boyish charm mm-hmm. is also part of it, and I'm just wondering like, will that maintain? Will it be a, a Toby Maguire situation where he'll yeah. be. Uh, he'll be 22 for 10 years, yeah. and then all of a sudden he'll be 42, and we'll forget about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right? Because um, what's Toby Maguire done? Last thing I can remember is The Great Gatsby. Yeah, and, and then, even that seemed it was like the first movie he'd made in like 10 years, yeah, right? Even though I think it's only been like three years, but sure. yeah, but it's, yeah. it's still like he produces mostly now. Um, oh, okay, if he even does that, but, you know, he does. Uh, voiceover. Mm-hmm. I think the, a lot of the work he's been doing. I think he did because he didn't do the voice of Chicken Little. In the chicken, the Disney Chicken Little movie. Okay. 
And so he works like I'm gonna check in that Toby because I, I just looked this guy up because we were both like, what happened to Toby? Before? Yeah. It's uh, funny. I, I feel like Timothy Chalamet is kind of the like art house oh, version. I mean, he is in the Boss Baby. That's the most. Oh. That's like his most re- recent big. Uh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. Well, hey, you know it's money. It's money. Um, yeah, yeah sure. I think T- Timothy Chalamet is kind of the art house. Um, oh, who's the Who's the kid playing Spider Man now? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember his I name. know children. I just watched Civil War the other day. He's 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 fine. Yeah, he's one. I really like him a lot. Um, oh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. That's get, right. Get get a get a more. That's that's. It's a good name, but it, you need a like a little bit. It's no Schlottfeld. It's no no like that's why I kept my name is like you're you're gonna you're, when you learn it you're gonna remember it forever yeah. opposed to tom holland which i will forget right over and over we, again we, are, we just did yeah, yeah. who <laughs> exactly uh, uh, yes i agree like they have they have very similar facial features um god they do look a lot alike now that i'm looking at this mm-hmm. picture they have like they have like the same jaw god yeah it's jawline well that's that's honestly that's like the biggest thing is like if yeah. you have a good jaw you can make it in hollywood <laughs> yeah because Every, everything else can be fixed right yeah, I'm sure you can even do stuff with your jaw, but I, that sounds more expensive to me. Yeah, a lot more bone involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, call me by your name. Yes, I, yes, yes. I uh, you know, there's there's a little bit of an ick factor there because it is an older man and an underage boy. Sure. Um. The Lolita for the uh, homosexual yeah, community. Yeah, yeah. But I I feel like they did it in a very um thoughtful way. Um. And that's what I heard. Yeah, and and not to um, uh, equivocate, but it is set in the '80s, um, and it's an entirely uh, well. I guess you can't give um, consent if you're underage, but um, <laughs> maybe in Italy you can, um, which is where it takes place. So, and, and that that's always an easy way to get out. Like, uh, I, I I I would not be like, well, maybe things are different in Italy in the '80s. Mm-hmm. You know, a little more free. I don't like. I'm not. It's harder for me to judge immediately the age issue without knowing all of the like. I, I'll still feel yicky, icky because of just how I'm programmed. Yeah. Um. But there's sometimes they're a little more free in other. Yeah. Well, like, and I think that the magic of the movie is that it you relate with Timothy Chalamet's character, not Army Hammer. Not right. ne- well, not necessarily Army Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, it's Timothy's, Timothy's film. Like yeah, he's exactly. the protagonist. Right. Um, so, and I mean, if I were 15 and Army Hammer were, you know, going to the river and, and he's a handsome skinny guy. dipping with yeah, me, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to want to do him too, you know? So, uh, it, it's, no, and the thing that's a very, uh, uh, it's a tight line to walk. Um, and if they, if they keep it about like, and I didn't see this film, but I, I was, I, I meant to, and I'm still going to, I want to, mm-hmm. um, if they can keep it about the uh, the again a kind of coming of age thing about about what it means to to love to lust once those those feelings start becoming real to you um and and because we've all like when you're that young too of course you're going to be attracted to people who are mm-hmm. older as well as people you're but like mm-hmm. and and then and then it also draws attention to that what is how, why is a 15 year old and a 
is he 30, 25? With, like, uh, he's 24. Yeah. I mean, Army Hammer is like 37 or yeah. something like that. But, but he, in the he film, was playing a young, yes. act, young um, character. That's not okay. 15 to 24. But 25 to 35 is totally fine. Right. You know, yeah. and, and the... I'm, and I'm not trying to make any claims about what's good or bad. Let's, I'm just, <clears throat> I think the film might be trying to draw to the arbitrary nature or not so arbitrary nature of age differences in mm-hmm. relationships and when it's important and when it's not important, um, motivation and like it's, a, and it's, it raises a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, I, I think the movie kind of lives in that gray area of those questions. Like it doesn't, it doesn't answer any questions. It just kind of allows the characters to be. That's great. Um, and yeah, and it gets if it gets the conversation going in a public sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also think it it probably works. Because, maybe because we've also seen like both ends, like a, a Lolita stories, mm-hmm. and we know how, and that feels so much worse. For some reason, right? And I, like, I, I'm not a gay person, but like, I, it, there's, I don't know. It, what, what's your? Well, there is. is, it, there it, is how does that feel about, different for you? Yeah, there is something about uh, growing up gay and connecting with somebody that is older who has kind of gone through what you're going through, um, and it's kind of a common theme in a lot of gay stories. Sure. Um, and, and you could read it like, um, some kind of, uh, grooming thing. (laughs) Okay. Um, but I, this movie makes it clear that, that, that was not the case in this story, at least. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just a very pure, uh, love story. I, I don't even remember. I think, I think maybe they do, um, do it at some point towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the movie is just that like the tension. tension. Yeah. Um, and it just sits in that tension for so mm-hmm. long and it's just uh, beautiful. No, well, then, and that's the nice thing about these, like they don't have to say, they don't have to say like, this is a problem we have to fix. It's like, this has happened. This yeah. is a story about how this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you draw your own conclusions about what you think is right or wrong. I'm just telling you a story. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, my honorable mention for this one is a uh, fantastic woman. Um, oh yeah, I believe it won the Oscar best foreign film for best foreign film mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yes, it did. Um, from it's either Spain, Chile, Chile, Chile. I think so. Um, and it's about a trans woman. Um, her uh, much older um, partner yes. has died, um, and she kind of loses everything because his family uh doesn't let her go to the funeral they kick her out of her house um things like that and it's a tremendous performance who's the who's the lead actress there the lead in this film is uh daniela vega daniela vega and And francisco reyes okay yeah daniela vega is tremendous in this Mm. movie it's a very um understated performance (laughs) yes she does um it's a very understated performance um and uh the the film in in general is pretty understated except for one sequence that really younger than me is she really yeah that's is that weird she She is old she was born in 1989 oh dang so she she has she looks more mature, mm-hmm. not to not not in a bad way. She's yeah. thirty years old. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, so yeah, I hope I hope we see a lot more of her because I think she's tremendous. Um, I think um, the director is now doing American films. Um, uh, he directed Gloria Bell mm-hmm. uh, that came out earlier this Sebastian year. Sebastian uh, Lelio? Lelio? Yeah, Lelio. Yeah. L-E-L-I-O. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I just, I, I think it was a very good film and deserves some recognition. Great. I, yeah. I know, I, I remember seeing trailers for it and like, that's going to be one of those good foreign films. Mm-hmm. Like it's probably tackling a lot of big uh, timely issues mm-hmm. right now, and and I'm sure it's doing it, and it's foreign, so it's, and if it's making it across the pond, that means it's <laughs> got to be at least worth one view. Right, it's usually the case. Totally. Uh, then we're getting into the top five. All right, we're gonna take on that note. We're gonna take a quick break, but I gotta get the 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 music cue. 